0: Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science.
1: You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly and I'm a science journalist and we talk to people smarter than us and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.
0: What follows may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The world is full of stories. Stories of mysteries. Of curiosities. Of oddities. Join Kat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange... The Bizarre, The Unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside The Box of Oddities.
2: Oh my God, you guys, you're not going to believe this. This is hilarious. We, uh, we just got back from a trip not long ago to uh, see one of our favorite podcasts. Uh, my favorite murder.
0: Right. And uh, so we went to Tampa, and we stayed uh, at a couple of nice hotels because it was my birthday. Yeah. And we thought, hey, let's let's do this right. But our last night, we stayed at a hotel, and the, the stay was only going to be for like eight hours. We needed to sleep and shower, and that was it. And then we were to the airport very early in the morning.
2: So I made the mistake of uh, booking one of those, hey, Buy this without knowing what it is mm-hmm. deals on, you know, one of those travel sites, Expedia.
0: Right. So we got there and I can't, I don't even, I can't even, I cannot even.
2: It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't what we expected. Um, we, we went to the room, we went inside and... And uh, I think the first tip-off was that the carpets were wet, right? but only in one area. Mm. It wasn't like they had just washed the carpet. No, no. No. There was just one area that apparently some sort of liquid yeah. had been uh, emitted or spilled.
0: Right. The tub was uh, probably a third filled with water. Uh, With some hairs floating in it. So that was nice. Yeah.
2: And uh, there were toenail clippings in the bed. And there was something on the wall that may or may not have been blood splatter. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sure.
0: It Um, It was pretty upsetting.
2: At that point, we were still willing to stay there until we saw hairs on the pillowcase. And you know that to me is kind of ironic that the blood splatter didn't bother us <laughs> as much as the hair on the pillowcase well,
0: did. Yeah, no, you could tell that the sheets had not been changed on the bed, and so uh, no, we didn't stay. It was uh, it was straight out the back door for us, and then uh, so we got back and calmed down a little bit, and I wrote a TripAdvisor review, and the the manager just wrote back, and it was all like, "Hey, we're sorry you sorry. had a subpar experience. Sorry. We're working to make sure that all the things." No, sorry, there were
2: pubic hairs on the flush <laughs> lid. Is there anything grosser than flush hairs? No, flush, flush hairs are gross.
0: I don't know. I would say I would say the fact that the sheets had not been changed was probably grosser than than flush hairs.
2: We're not sure, but we're pretty sure somebody had died in that room.
0: We're like 90% sure.
2: At some point. Yeah. And their belongings were sold off in the black market. <laughs> Probably some of their organs.
0: It was uh, too. It was an interesting moment for sure. It was also the moment that it was decided that Kat always <laughs> double checks on hotels before they're booked.
2: Yeah, Jethro is no longer allowed to book hotels on his own. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. That was fun. Yeah, we did have a good time, though, at uh, My Favorite Murder. Oh,
0: gosh, yes. Those ladies Those are ladies. my favorites. They're awesome. If you, Yeah, if you've not checked out My Favorite Murder podcast, do it, do it, do it. It's uh, not for everyone, of course. It is uh, about murder, and true crime, and also it's a comedy podcast, so you yeah. have to be able to handle both.
2: Right, but check it out. I think you'd enjoy it. This podcast as you know is called the box of oddities and uh, we explore strange stories bizarre situations unexplained events whether they be just uh, macabre or dark or mysterious or fun,
0: yeah. Sometimes they're just interesting things. Yeah. Uh, so we do this anyway. This is one of those things that we discovered. That's this is how we bond and love each other is by sharing horrible stories. <laughs> and so, and we, and we
2: feel that you're probably like us. <laughs> so this is a podcast for us. This yeah. is our podcast for our people. Yep. And you are one of them. <laughs> whether you knew it or not, you can find us on theboxofoddities.com. dot uh, all of our social media links are there. If you have an idea for a topic that you'd like us to explore, maybe something weird happened in your area
1: <gasps> yeah. that,
2: that we don't know about, and you want us to uh, to maybe explore it a little bit, you can send your uh, correspondence to curator at theboxofoddities.com. dot com. All right, who goes first this week? Do we uh, um, spin the the big blue glass head?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Where we get? Um, is your story fun?
2: I don't know. That's yet to be determined, young lady. I don't know.
0: All right. I think I should go first anyway. Um, okay. And here's why. Okay. Um, it's, it's been busy. It's been a busy couple of weeks, and things have been kind of nutty at our house. And I I didn't put a lot of effort into this one. So
2: you want to go first?
0: Yeah. I okay. definitely want to go first. <clears throat> <laughs> so, so
2: I'll just put the big blue glass head over here. Ah! And you go first.
0: Yes, please. Okay. You know, it's just one of those things that sometimes, you know, sometimes you just don't. I'm not, I'm not giving you excuses as to why I didn't put a lot of effort into it. I'm just being honest with you about the fact that I didn't put a lot of effort into it. Um, okay, here we go. The, uh, this, the universe hates the saxophone.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that the universe had a had a preference. Yeah. To woodwind.
0: So uh, Antoine Joseph Sachs was born November sixth, eighteen fourteen. Which, by the way, my birthday, November sixth. Uh, Antoine Sachs and I share a birthday. It's very exciting. He was born in what is now Belgium to Charles Joseph Sachs and his wife. Uh, his name was Antoine, but they re- referred to him as Adolf from childhood. I never found out why. It seems like a weird nickname, Antoine to Adolf. Uh,
2: Those were different days.
0: I guess. His father and mother were instrument designers who had made several changes to the design of the French horn. And Adolf began making his own instruments at an early age, entering two of his flutes and a clarinet into competition at the age of 15 which is pretty impressive. Uh, He subsequently studied performance on those instruments as well as voice at the Royal Conservatory of Brussels. After leaving the Royal Conservatory of Brussels, he began to experiment with new designs. Uh, His parents continued to make uh, conventional, conventional instruments to bring in money. And around 1840, he developed the instrument for which he is best known, the saxophone.
2: That's what year?
0: Uh, 1840.
2: For some reason, I thought that saxophones were around much longer than
0: no, that. No, it's it's a relatively new instrument. And I say new in quotation marks. Uh-huh. Um, the patent for it was uh, June 28, 1846. The saxophone was invented for use in both orchestras and military bands. The saxophone was sax's signature accomplishment and uh, created his reputation more than any other thing, even though he did work with a lot of instruments. It helped secure him a job teaching at the Paris Conservatory in 1857. Now, his parents had 11 children, of which only four survived. And this explains is explained a lot by this. When Adolph Sachs was two years old. He fell out of a second-story window and fractured his skull. He was actually unable to walk for some time. Um, He had a really hard time functioning normally as a child after that uh, for a short period of time. But he recovered, and he did all right. Um, Then when he was six years old, he mistakenly drank water that had been vitriolized, which I had to look up what that means. What does that mean? It basically means it was water mixed with boric acid.
2: Why? Yeah. <clears throat> why Why was that lying don't around? Don't know. Don't in the know. But they, I figure
0: they were making instruments. Maybe there had okay. to be some sort of welding. That I don't know. I don't know. But uh, not long after that, he swallowed a bunch of pins, too. Um, what? Yep. Yeah. So he fell out of the window
2: and cracked his skull. Right. He drank like battery acid. Right. And then swallowed a bunch of pins. Mm
0: -hmm. When he was nine years old, he fell off a small cliff and broke his leg. Uh, It was actually shocking that that was the only injury that resulted from that fall because it was a pretty decent fall. Then when he was 11, he contracted measles and was in a coma for nine days. Uh, He, though, came out of the coma, recovered well, and uh, went on to uh, go back to school. Then when he was 14 years old, he got his arm caught in a carriage door, was dragged for a bit. Uh, He broke his arm. But other than that, uh, handled that, that incident pretty well. When he was 19 years old, he was struck on the head by a falling brick, uh, walking past some construction, and, uh, and <coughs> bricks fell onto him. It's not funny, I'm sorry. And <laughs> no, it is. This is ridiculous.
2: It's funny because it happened 150 years ago.
0: When he was 23 years old, he almost died from the effects of tainted wine, and, I didn't and know was they hospitalized.
2: Made wine out of taint.
0: Stop it.
2: That's so gross.
0: You are gross. What's- yes. Carry on. He also, as a young child, fell onto a hot cast iron frying pan, uh, badly burning uh, a good portion of his side. He survived poisoning and suffocation uh, in his own bedroom, where varnishes were kept during the night. Uh, He became overcome with the the fumes of them and had to be hospitalized. His mother once said, He is God's condemned child. He will not live. And his neighbors referred to him as Little Sax, the ghost. Wow. Uh, At one point, he fell into a river, barely survived a a drowning. And then uh, when he was 29, he invented the saxophone.
2: (laughs) The saxophone. The cursed instrument. Good <laughs> um, God! How do, we, how do we how do we know all these things? Did his parents keep a log? Today, little Adolf drank battery acid and was flattened by a carriage.
0: I think because of the frequency of these events, people started taking note, and because his parents were kind of well known, and because so many of the kids in their family died, uh, it was documented. Um, so
2: it's kind of like their version of the Kennedy curse, I guess.
0: So yeah, between the. Ages, I mean, I'm sorry, between the years of 1853 and 1858, Sachs suffered from lip cancer twice, uh, but made a full recovery. And then he died in complete poverty in 1894 uh, after he was driven to bankruptcy twice uh, because of legal back and forths due to patents. And uh, that's that.
2: You know what would have made that story even better?
0: <laughs> Something nice happened.
2: No, if he had died by choking on a saxophone reed.
0: Stop. Just kind of
2: bring it all full circle. That would have been beautiful. <laughs>
0: the universe going, see? Yeah. I mean, we tried to tell you. The end. <laughs> the Good end. God. Yeah. How, how old
2: was he when he died?
0: Um, He was 75.
2: 75 years old. Yeah. And they kept a the log of his injuries.
0: <laughs> his well, wouldn't life. you?
2: Yeah, <laughs> Good God.
0: I just, like I said, this was just a a quickie that I found incredibly interesting, and uh, I couldn't help but think, you know, the universe hates the saxophone.
2: Certainly seems that way, doesn't it? (laughs) Mm. I would have thought the universe would have hated the clarinet more. Oh? The clarinet, the most annoying instrument ever.
0: That's a very strong opinion you have about the clarinet. (laughs) I I hate woodwind instruments!
2: (laughs) No, I don't. Um... Wow,
1: that's quite a story.
0: Right? I'm sorry that it wasn't more thorough, but you know, like I said, meh. This is what I have for you.
1: <laughs> You're listening to The Box of Oddities. Nothing better to do? Here are five weird facts, really quick.
2: Number five, most toilets flush in E flat.
0: Number four, approximately 40,000 Americans are injured by toilets each year.
2: Number three, Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch.
0: I knew that. You did not. Number two, if a female ferret does not have sex for a year, she will die.
2: And number one, there is a town in Canada called Dildo. I wonder if that's in Regina. Is it Regina or Regina?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Never mind. The Box of Oddities with Kat and Jethro Gilligan Toth. You know, it's interesting
2: that you talked about uh, the guy who invented the saxophone and living a cursed life, and so many terrible things happened to him. It kind of ties in a little bit to to my topic today, which is, uh, I'm, I'm calling it, What a Way to Go. Ooh. The, these are unusual and highly ironic ways that people have died.
0: <gasps> I love it. Oh, this is very exciting. All right. There's this guy. I'm going to start
2: with this one. This guy, his name was um, Sean Moylan. Sean. 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 And um, sadly, Sean leapt to his death off the Golden Gate Bridge. One of uh, at least 1,600 suicides by Golden Gate Bridge uh, up until that point. The ironic part was that he climbed over the suicide barrier that was put up six years before they had uh, erected a suicide barrier Mm -hmm. because it's such a problem, people jumping off the bridge all the time. And a longtime member of the board of directors for the San Francisco Golden Gate District, a guy named John Moylan, was the one who tirelessly fought to erect the suicide barrier. And it was put up six years before this guy jumped off. And the ironic part is the guy who put the barrier up was his grandfather.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: How pissed do you think he was?
0: Yeah. Now, I told you. You kids stay off the bridge.
2: There's a guy named Gary Hoy who was an attorney. This is according to Wikipedia. Uh, he was an attorney at a law firm called Holden Day Wilson in Toronto. And their office was in this giant skyscraper. And they were on the 24th floor. Mm-hmm. And they had, of course, As many skyscrapers have, shatterproof glass windows everywhere. And so this guy had gotten into a habit of showing people how sturdy the glass windows were in the boardroom, where he would like run full tilt in the boardroom and leap against the window and bounce off. Oh no. Yeah. But apparently he did it too many times because it started to loosen the pane of of glass. (laughs) And so one Friday night during a party, he did it again. No. Bounced off the glass the first time. However, he did it a second time and crashed right through the middle of the glass. The glass didn't break. It just came out of the uh, the encasement. And he fell 24 floors to the ground and, of course, died. But the glass didn't break.
0: Oh. <laughs> wow. Now, of course... It should be noted, we, we do not think that these people's deaths are funny. Uh, just it's, ironic. It's important that you understand that we recognize the value of life. It's just, you know, you cannot deny the fact that this, this is just interesting. Eugene Ursinsky, <laughs> he's a pioneer
2: of sleep research. He was a graduate of the University of Chicago in 1953. He's the guy that discovered REM sleep oh, okay. REM sleep he was generally considered to be the founder of modern sleep research he died on july 22nd 1988 when his car hit a tree after he fell asleep <gasps> driving
0: no yep oh that's
2: weird irony our next uh, case involves a guy named clement laird Let's see if i can pronounce his name i don't know how to pronounce his name it's like Vallandigum. Or Vallandigham, V-A-L-L-A-N-D-I-G-H-A-M. He was an Ohio politician in the uh, 1800s. He was a leader of the Copperhead faction of the anti-war Democrats during the Civil War. He served two terms in the United States House of Representatives. But his main thing was he was an attorney. Okay. He died in 1871 in Ohio at the age of 50. He was representing a defendant named Thomas McGann. It was a murder case. Thomas allegedly had uh, had shot a man in a barroom brawl in Ohio. Oh. And Vellingham, or however you say his name, was trying to show that it was accidental. And so he had the revolver, and he was demonstrating to the jury how it could accidentally go off. <gasps> and it accidentally no! went off, shot him in the head, and killed him.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: The good news is the uh, defendant was acquitted.
0: <laughs> That's good, I guess.
2: Yep. Yeah. Now, here's another name I can't even begin to pronounce. Her name was Fegiyu Makayetsyavana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Russian name. Sure. I, my apologies. She was 49, and uh, she was declared dead at the hospital, uh, died of a heart ailment.
0: Oh
2: Or at least that's what they thought. They were at the funeral, and they were going by the coffin, and they were all saying prayers for her soul. Sure. All of a sudden, they could hear her screaming inside <gasps> the uh, the coffin. So they lifted up the lid, and she wasn't dead. She woke up in the coffin, hearing people praying for her soul, freaked out, and had a heart attack and died, for real this time.
0: Whoa! Yeah, that's terrifying.
2: Yeah, they they uh, they took her to the hospital after uh, she had collapsed. Her husband said, her eyes fluttered and we immediately rushed her back to the hospital, but she only lived another 12 minutes in intensive care before she died again, and this time for good. He said, quote, I am very angry and want answers. Sure. Yeah. 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 Hospital spokesman said, we are carrying out an investigation. This is according to the Daily Mail.
0: My goodness. When was this?
2: This was 2011. Oh, my goodness. Not that long ago. No. All right, here's my favorite and final ironic death. In 1977, a guy named Michael Anderson Sloan was arrested for uh, robbing a woman at knife point. He was uh, sentenced to jail, went to prison. He was, by all accounts, pretty well behaved. And they let him out on a work release mm-hmm. program. While he was on his work release program, he murdered... <clears throat> Mary Elizabeth Royam, who was 24. Ms. Royam's body was found in her West Columbia, South Carolina apartment. She had been sexually assaulted and beaten to death with an electric iron. Aww. So he was, Michael Anderson Godwin was sentenced to die in the electric chair. He went on trial in 1981. He was convicted of murder and sexual assault. And they said, you're, you know, you're going to be sitting in old Sparky. You're going to die in the electric chair. Mm-hmm. But there was some sort of a um, technicality. And in 1983, he went back to the appeals court and they threw out the sexual assault charge mm-hmm. on a technicality. Mm-hmm. And so they changed his sentence from death sentence, in electric chair, to simply life in prison. Okay. And a lot of people were really pissed off about that because it was, I guess, a technicality. Right, right, right. And the woman had been sexually assaulted. But they couldn't, without a shadow of a doubt, say it was, you know, whatever. But most people felt it was like, this is pretty obviously that's what happened. So he gets his uh, death sentence commuted to life in prison. He goes back to prison. Years go by, a few years, six, in fact. By all accounts, he was a productive prisoner. He uh, worked on getting his degree. He studied. Mm -hmm. He was a model prisoner, more Mm -hmm. or less. Then one day in 1989... According to press reports, he was uh, in his jail cell, and he was trying to fix a, a broken set of headphones that he had. They were plugged into a TV. And he was uh, sitting on its toilet, which was a metal toilet,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in
2: the cell. He's sitting there naked, sure, taking a dump, and working on his headphones. And he made the mistake of biting into one of the wires while it was plugged in to the TV set. Yeah, yeah. And... He electrocuted himself sitting on the toilet. See, he made his own electric chair. That's
0: pretty amazing. Yeah. Very happy about that. <laughs> Are you happy
2: about that one? Yep. You can laugh about that I one. I like
0: that one. Okay,
2: that's a good one. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, and and so the uh, prison authority said, it was a very unusual accident. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I they, bet.
2: They said the entire inside of his uh, mouth was just fried. Oh, yeah, that's what happens. burned. Yeah. yeah, do not, under any circumstances bite into an electric cable while sitting naked on a prison flush that's made out of metal.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Those are our words of advice to you, my friends.
0: Yes, yeah, so we are always here for you and uh, and giving out great advice.
2: If you have the uncontrollable urge to do that to sit on a metal toilet and bite into an electrical wire, please feel free to give us a call yeah or or send us an email. And we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We're here.
0: We'll We're say here. no, don't do that.
2: In fact, let's say it now. No, no don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that. That's just bad news. Yeah. But do do this. Send us a um, an email at curator at oddities.com.
0: Oh, I see what you did there. Nice segue. Thank you. The don't do and then yeah, right and then into right the right doo-doos.
2: In. Doo-doos, yeah. <laughs> Do do yes. the boxofauddities.com, the box of All the information is there for
1: you, and we do appreciate it, and we look forward to hearing from you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And so let it be known that the box of oddities belongs to you, and its fate is in your hands. Therefore, it's been requested by those of whom I report to to beseech you for assistance. The Box of Oddities is free we ask but one thing of you to provide a five-star rating and a positive review True, that is two things however tis merely a five-star rating and a positive review also subscribe to us okay so three things is all we ask three things and three things only henceforth the box of oddities commits to the telling of stories stories of the strange the bizarre the unexpected we wish to offer our deeply felt gratitude and appreciation for your patronage. The On Facebook at facebook.com slash Oddities Podcast. On Twitter at Box of Oddities, and Instagram at Box of Oddities Podcast. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.
0: Hi, I'm Neil.
2: History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.